Hello there, and welcome to episode 42 of Unknown Regions Podcast. I am your host, Michelle, and with me, as always, is your other host, my son, Colin. Yo. We had a week off. Doesn't feel like it. <laughs> it doesn't really feel like it. I know it huh. doesn't. It doesn't actually feel like it. I'm um, tired, boy. But uh, you stayed here. I went to Batu without you. Oh yeah. Is there? Uh, <laughs> what's going on over there? Um, same, same. First order. Still trying to occupy. Mm. Do you think it's gonna be like? Do you think they're gonna like switch it off? Like, no. it will be First Order Occupied at some point? No, because Rise of the Rise of the Resistance is... I guess, yeah. ...set in stone. That's true. Basically. That's fair. And uh, always a treat. Getting recruited. Oh, by, yeah. By the Resistance. Did you... Did you write it once? We did or it... twice? We did it one time. Okay. Because uh, the, the people I... <laughs> I wasn't with you, so we only did it once. Okay, yeah. <laughs> if, yeah. Been, if you'd have been there, I'm sure we would have cried. For, we actually <laughs> went times. to Hollywood Studios two days in a row, which I didn't really think we would, but we did. That seems and like the norm now. It, I feel like. There's a lot happening at that park. Yeah, man. A lot. Star Tours, too. And like, it didn't bro. really um, help that it was just pouring rain every day from about two to six. Do you think they're ever going to move Star Tours over? No. I don't think so. It's just weird now. It feels out of place to me. I mean, it's kind of nice to have something like it's, outside I guess it's, Galaxy's Edge. I guess it's supposed to have like that vintage vibe too. It's just like the feature film type of vibe. It's just nice to have something Star Warsy that's not necessarily inside Galaxy's Edge, which has become very crowded. Obviously, like it was very crowded okay to the point where <clears throat> excuse me i was just like yeah i'm not comfortable here people because the the rules right now are you don't have to be wearing a face covering if you're outside which i'm fine with that yeah i am okay with that because it's you know obviously well ventilated when you're outside sure but when it starts to pour rain every single day and everyone crams into the bathrooms, anywhere where there's an overhead protection, mm-hmm. and you have people literally shoulder to shoulder, even when you're outside, not comfortable without... Like, I, every time it rained and we had to squeeze in somewhere, I would put my mask on. I'd make the girls put their masks on. It's like... Okay. And that happened every day. So, yeah, Florida. Hmm. Florida be sus. Not the best place to be. Sorry, my third. Dude, you astound me in that you just keep getting louder. (laughs) I've turned you down more than half. It's crazy, man. I apologize. Dude. I'm muting. You you have all day to prepare for this cough. (laughs) I'm... I and it happens every single time. I'm fine until I come down here. I know you guys don't believe me. I know Colin doesn't believe me. I have not had an issue with my throat all day. Not one time today. This is when it starts, when I come down here. And I have tea, even. Slosh, slosh. Um, anyway, can we... Um, 
can we move on? Yeah. Okay. I mean, you were the one who started talking about masks. <laughs> no, me. I'm just saying it was. Um, I would if I, if I were planning a trip, I would wait. I would wait a bit. Okay. I would say right now things are sketchy, and um, although they did say I did see a thing where they were going to start um, mandatory masks inside, unless you're actively eating or drinking. Okay. So they're starting that back up again, I think. Wait, so you didn't need to wear a mask ever? No. Like it wasn't mandatory for anything? No. Oh, Except, wow. oh, lies. On the monorail or on the bus? Like for unvaccinated people. Um. Anyone couldn't wear a mask, like if you were Correct. Weren't. And they weren't enforcing, like, if you were vaccinated or if you were unvaccinated. They were saying it was mandatory to wear a mask on the monorail, on the buses, and in the first aid um, place. Okay. And the first aid place, I think it was, regardless of vaccination status, you had to wear a mask. Okay. Unfortunately, I was in the first aid station twice. Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, issues. But, <clears throat> they, uh, yeah, I don't want to get into it. I got I got angry a couple of times people okay. not being able to follow very simple rules in two or three places and like yeah. Delaney? No 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 like other people. Okay. Um but I will tell you that I rode uh Star Tours once. Alone? <laughs> yes, by myself. Really? Yeah. Delaney didn't even go with? No, because they were um, they were waiting in the queue. I think it was Rock and Roller Coaster at the time. Oh, okay. And that took forever. So sounds lame. <laughs> sounds lame. I would have hated that trip, dude. No, it was it was we had a good time. Uh, it was for you know your sister and her best friend to have some sort of graduation fun because they graduated high school and. This was not a fun year. <laughs> for sure, for <laughs> to sure. To be a senior in high school. Understandable. Uh, but, okay, so I went to Jakku. Oh, nice. I had Maz Kanata as had my that. messenger. I've had that so many times. And then I went to Crate. Nice. I, yeah, Crate, Crate has also been had, I feel like, a bit by us. Oh, I like it, though. I'm just saying. Oh, are they, are they, are they doing only sequel stuff right now? No. Okay, it's just but like that. I just got That's coincidental. But and then the um the, like the little ending part, mm-hmm. I think, was a new new addition. Mm. I still we we still have not done whatever they added for Rise of Skywalker. I still don't even know what planet it is. <laughs> it's weird, dude. It's like it knows not to give me that. <laughs> yeah. But I think the little ending landing part was part of that new package they put in. Oh, geez. Okay. Because I had never seen it before. Oh, okay. Explain. Um, I don't even remember. It was just, it was just, I could tell it was new. Like, I knew it wasn't, you weren't landing on Batu. Like, sometimes you get that, mm-hmm. you know? It wasn't that. It wasn't anything I'd ever seen before. Weird. But still don't, still haven't experienced. Well, I'm sure it's cool, though. Whatever planet they it's added. It's like ship stuff is ship stuff, you know? Oh, yeah, it was fine. And it was cool to see something new, even if it was just a little bit. But Did um, you ride the Millennium Falcon? We did. Nice. I don't know. Didn't Delaney say she was like the engineer or something? Delaney was the pilot. 
Oh. Her friend was the co-pilot. <laughs> That's pretty fun, man. It was absolute chaos. I <laughs> I likened it to that's good um, stuff. Lucy and Ethel fly the Millennium Falcon because that's what it felt like. They were just... I don't know who those people are. Oh, my... Well, Lucy and Ethel, that could be... That sounds like anything from the 60s, man. I'm covering my Hold on. shame. Let me think. It's I Love Lucy. Oh, okay. Lucy I Ball. mean, I... Huh. I know that. And her friend Ethel. Her best friend Ethel. I see you. So it, they always got into hijinks, you know. Oh, just, yeah, It yeah. would always turn into craziness, and that's exactly what happened. <laughs> they didn't know what they... Did you get a good score? They or no? No. <laughs> crashed a million times. They didn't know what they were doing. It's good stuff. Good um, stuff. But it was fun. And yeah, it was really fun. That's good. And hot. Did you go to Epcot? I, I only... Yeah, I went to Epcot, but only one time, and then I... You only? I got... To, no, we... Okay. Um, I got sick and, um, mm. you know, they started going places without me a little bit. Yeah, Epcot's a rough, so, Epcot's a, a walkie one, man. It is, so. Um, other things that have happened, I guess, and I guess we're calling this current events. Um, Adam Driver, <laughs> his Burberry, um, cologne ads came out last week. I and didn't know he was doing that. My entire timeline. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> when all right, all right, all right. Bananas. Okay. It's bananas. I don't know if you've seen it yet. I, I mean... First of all, the I thought... Of, wait, is it that one, like... I think I might have seen he's it. He's in the water. There's a horse. Oh, yeah. I thought that was fake. It's not. That's the one who made so that. So did I. I was like... So did I. This looks, so did I. Okay, hey. When chill I saw, with the clip, man. When Look I saw... That. When I saw part of it, I was like, okay, this is fan made. It has to be. Dude. <laughs> it's not. That's weird, man. It's not. It's real. And the name of the cologne is Hero. Okay. That's cool. Just saying. And, um, Do you think that was on purpose? Yes. Like, because of. Yes. Sours? I do. Yes, I do think it's on purpose. <laughs> Whoa. Personally, That's... I do. Okay, okay. Um, and. Um, is this the cologne ad we've been waiting for to say that Kyler Wren's coming back? Uh, <laughs> all I know how, is, how crazy would that be if like a cologne ad was the thing that was like he's back man <laughs> when they sell a bajillion bottles of that cologne they're gonna mm. they're gonna rethink their drink mm. yeah i i believe it's so <laughs> or they're gonna be just real sad yeah because they're gonna realize we actually threw away facts is it a disney cologne so much money no it's burberry I don't know, I guess I don't. Which is oh, a, oh, a wait, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. plaid. Yeah. Um, but the funniest thing was that John Oliver, <laughs> the John Oliver, the whatever his show is called on HBO, I can't remember what it's called now. Late, uh, late night. Last night to something today. I don't, I don't, it's uh. a weird title. <laughs> anyway, they tweeted out like, John Oliver will not be able to host a show because of reasons. Oh. And he is very distracted at the moment. Anyway, it was, it was good stuff. That's good. Yeah. Okay. Let's get onwards, man. Onwards. We have two episodes of the bad batch to talk about because we missed our episode last week. Cause I was out of town. So we're going to talk about episode 13, Infested, and then we're going to talk about episode 14, War Mantle. Yes. But I keep wanting to call it Invested. <laughs> no. It's not. It's no, Infested. It's not. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so this was kind of just a little standalone episode. Mm-hmm. 
as far. It reminded me of something not part of like a big series, like maybe a stand. Like this could have been just its own thing aside from the series. Like that, it would have worked, you know. But here's the thing: when you see an episode like that in a Dave Filoni anime, I know, show, no, I get it. I'm not saying it should have been not in this show. I'm just saying it could have worked alone as like a short or something. It could have, but I'm now wondering because he doesn't do that. There's always like something hmm. in an episode that might otherwise he's not like, look detached. He's not like Noah Hawley who just makes a multi-world episode for no reason, <laughs> and they're singing mice for no reason. That was that. What there was a reason for that. Mm, uh, <laughs> debatable, but so there could be there could be several know. things. That's kind of what I was when I was watching it. I was like, okay, what's the takeaway? What's the um, space whale, in quotes, mm. of this episode I that's going to mean something later? Uh, but I don't know. It could be several things. But can we talk about Sid in particular? Okay. I know you have issues with Sid. <laughs> I know you have. he has issues See, with Sid. Why are you trying to make people ma- hate me, man? I'm not. But I know you. she's not your favorite character. Yeah, I think she's just incredibly lame personally but that's fine i mean she's fine dude like she seems like filler to me she doesn't seem like i mean it's cool to see her growth i appreciate that like i've always said as long as there's growth that's good writing you have but that's writing has nothing to do with the character the character i am very uninterested in Hmm. i have been like i don't know nothing's happened I mean, but there is something happening because this was this was an interesting episode because, um, you know, when the Bad Batch gets back to Ord Mantel and Sid has clearly been ousted from her own business, they're just kind of going to maybe walk away. And then, of course, Omega has to be like, no, she helped us. We have to help her. Dude, she's going to get hers at some point. <laughs> she can get swatted at some Stop point. Stop it. <laughs> okay. And then Sid is kind of like, well, you know, nice somebody cares. And then she says something to them about, well, it's to your best interest that I not get, um, you know, in trouble with the pikes or whatever, because I know a lot. Mm-hmm. Wink, wink, nod, nod. Like, I can turn... I could turn you in basically is what she's saying mm-hmm. um so that made me like go mm. well, <laughs> that's, that's what i'm a, saying dude what is this character that's a man? crap thing to say but then later after after they have to leave omega with the pikes of all people like, ugh, i still can't believe they left her with the pikes mm. um she says i got the kid into this mess and i'll get her out so i mean <laughs> i mean I don't know, man. I'm not. I'm not entertained. Is all I'm trying to say. I'm just saying. I'm sticking with my theory that she is not going to turn in Omega. Like maybe she would turn in the guys, <laughs> but I think she's not going to to the Empire. She's not going to turn on Omega. Like still, still. Yeah. Oh, okay. You think she's still in it? The show. Well, I still kind of feel like she's probably like it killed i don't know man i don't know i i don't know a lot of people think she's still she's gonna turn them in but what i what i actually think is gonna happen now is those two stooges that work for her Mm -hmm. whose names i can't remember um but the the hammerhead one and then the um i can't focus 
the hammerhead one and the other guy uh who kidnapped ruby you know those two guys that work for her yeah and the pikes actually interrogate or does the pikes do the pikes interrogate them or does yeah roland anyway they're they are one other guy does they are a liability yeah because they know they're dumb they know stuff (laughs) and they have no loyalty whatsoever like why would they care if they turned in Omega in the Bad Batch. Like, I feel like that's where it's, that's maybe if there's going to be a betrayal coming from this area, it's going to be them. It's not going to be Sid. For sure. And they might even get her killed. We'll see. We have two more episodes. I thought there was one more, but there's actually two. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so I just wrote, ugh, Pikes. I hate the Pikes. <laughs> I like them, dude. They keep, I really hate them. They get cooler and cooler every time ugh. they come in. Talk about no development. Like, they're just. I think they're cool. They're mean and nasty, and they just pop up everywhere, and it's, uh, Go pike somewhere else. They remind me of Halo <laughs> aliens. They remind me of Halo aliens. Their design is cool. Yeah. I'll give them that. But I'm not a fan of the pikes. I, I would not feel badly if somebody offed every single one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do they? They might at some point. I don't know. Uh, okay, so this Roland Durand guy. Mm-hmm. He's interesting. Weird dude. He had a weird. Weird dude. Weird dude. Arc? Like, what was that arc? Ah, I don't know. It's it's interesting. Yeah, that's cool. Um, That was cool. So he's he's one of those horned, devil-y looking, I can't remember the name of the species. Yeah. Devon, it's not Devonian, but it's like Devony, something with a D-E of, you know. Oh. Like devil something. Yeah. <laughs> uh he was really interesting. So he he wanted Sid's place because of smuggling. And, you know, Ord Mantel's right in the middle of a uh hyperspace lanes and it's a good location and blah blah blah. So I mean he guess he just kicked her out yeah took her place and has made a deal for spice with the pikes right um but also loves his pet yeah <laughs> ruby the little ruby's a homie bro ruby the little lizardy looking armadillo it's thing, weird looking yeah um is his pet we find out and <laughs> He really loves Ruby. Like he does. Really, he puts like, things on the line for Ruby. He really does. <laughs> and this is like a weird running theme on this show. It seems like bad guys love their pets. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. Isn't there only two cases take. of that? Well, there's there's Moochie. Yeah. There's Ruby. Um, there's that one guy with his flying. I guess, yeah, that's true. I forget all the names of all the things. Isn't that just called the Vermilion? I don't remember. Is it not? Or it's a dragon. It's a... Some kind of dragon. Crate dragon? No, it's not a crate dragon. I don't know what those... Oh, wait, yeah. yeah, It's not a crate dragon. Sorry. Uh, Sorry, my brain's fried. I can't think, man. But just keep going. Anyway, it's just... it's, It's an interesting take. Like, we know Dave Filoni is very into his animals and everything. Uh, but 
you know, usually the animals are light side oriented, I guess, in the animated shows. Yeah, most of the time. Even force sensitive. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the but the pets, <laughs> the pets in the Bad Batch align with. Yeah, they're like darker pets. Bad guys. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just find it very interesting that this is this is different. We haven't seen this really before. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what it means other than just this particular episode. I felt was there was a lot of um, a lot of animal stuff going on. A lot of animal stuff going on. A lot of dark side stuff going on. Right. Um, as far as the force goes. Because there's not a lot of force in this show, obviously, unless it's metaphorical. And this was metaphorical force being that the the earlings, the in the bugs, you know, that yep. have a hive mm-hmm. are they live in the dark, they live in a cave, they are scary, and they detest the light. Literally. Indeed. So obviously it's like Okay. <laughs> they try it's, it's a force metaphor, even though we don't have force users on this show yet. I stress yet. Nah, dude. You're tripping. <sighs> we'll see. Two more episodes to go. You trip. Uh, okay, so back to Roland. You know how we always talk about how there's like the mother thing. Mm-hmm. The, all the moms on this show. He name drops his mom. True, true. Just for no reason. True. Really. His mother, Issa Durand, taught him, you take what you want, it's the Durand way. And Omega says, oh, so your mom's a criminal too. And he's like, how dare you insult my darling mother, basically. (laughs) That guy's Uh, weird, man. But, you know, it just adds to the, it adds to the theme of moms. Yeah, it it stood out, it stood out that time. I was like, that's kind of (laughs) weird. They mentioned a mom here. They didn't really need to do they that. They really did not need to do it at all. Yeah. Not at all. Uh, and then again, like Sid becoming oddly protective of Omega, even though we're not even really sure where she stands. Right. Um. So, yeah, other little other little things we noticed. The Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom mining car. Indeed, sir. Chase. Yeah. These creators on this show love them some temple of doom yeah they do indeed wait did you did you write the the note for that before i said that this is like the temple of doom cart chase like when did you start writing yeah. these notes uh like last week oh okay okay mm-hmm. okay yeah that's cool yeah i noticed that <clears throat> on the nose pretty on the nose um yeah, they, they really, they like their Temple of Doom. Yep, indeed. Uh, let's see my other notes. Um, yeah, we think, I personally think the Earlings are a whole metaphorical force thing. Uh, and Tech uses the light bomb to... That's cool. Flash bomb or whatever you want to call it. To um, immobilize them so he can save Sid and Wrecker from the bugs who are attacking them. Right. So, you know, it's the dark side. They're going to attack you. If you come down in their, if you come down in their business and you're messing around in their business to get your <laughs> spice back, true, you're coming to them. Like you've come to them. What do you expect them to do? Just yeah, like not do anything. You and no. you're in their house. They're gonna attack you. But the light fends them off. Yep. It's nice. 
it's nice to see a little force metaphor in the Bad Batch every once in a while. It's nice. Why are you making that face? What? Mm. You didn't like that? Mo- you didn't like that? I thought this episode was weak game. Okay. <laughs> but let's just say... Uh, but, but... It's a, stand- it's a also, little standalone episode. Okay. It, also, it is what it is. I liked the end of this episode, though. The best part, in my opinion, was the ending. Because it was so different than what we're used to when it comes to, like, kids' animated Star Wars. Like, it felt weird. What are you talking about? Which part? Well, with, like, him getting his, like, horn chopped off. Mm. Like, that Like that was just weird, man. Like, yeah, like there, it was just... It felt, like, super... It felt super... What am I trying to say? Um, oh, like, like, fantasy-like. Hmm. Because like, they don't even explain, like, why that's a bad thing. But, like, you know that that's probably, like, a cultural thing. Yeah, like, that's what have I Like, to not assumed. have your horn. Like, he's going to have to go back to his mom now. Yeah. Who is clearly um, a badass. Mm. And he's stuck with that the rest of his life now. Yeah. It's like he's marked. It's interesting. As having been a failure. I, th- I thought that was cool. Because, like... I liked it, too. Because it's like it's the first time I feel like that there's like no scar, like no like you know like the Star Wars scar, like it's a classically used thing. Mm-hmm. But this is like a scar, except it's not on their face. It's just like a bodily scar. Plus, like it's an interesting mm, twist on like the whole dismemberment theme in Star Wars. Like this one was not just limb cut off. It hurts. This one was like it hurts in here. You know, I'm patting my chest. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought it was cool, and I know that takes after Greek mythology. I just can't figure out what it, what story it is. I know that's from Greek mythology somewhere. I know it. It's biblical. It's biblical. I'm pretty sure it's biblical. In that, oh. Oh, I should have looked it up. There's something about. Maybe if you remind me. The temple in Old Testament. It's something about the temple oh. and there being horns of the temple. And they actually stand for good thing. Like, it's good. It's like a, I don't know, like a blessing or protection or something. Okay. And. Uh, really? I don't remember this. Yeah. I Like I said, I should have looked it up. Something about, like, God cuts the horns off. Oh. Because. I don't know if they're being bad Israelites or whatever, <laughs> okay. but I don't know. But it, I can't think of anything. I don't know about Like, it feels oh. like I've seen that It really does, bro. though. You're right. It feels very mythological. Yeah, and I like that. Because it comes yeah. kind of out of nowhere. It's like a heist episode, and then all of a sudden there's like this weird ending. I don't know. I, it, I like it. Well, also because Roland... He's like a bad guy for the whole one, and then you feel bad, bad for him. But then him and Omega are kind of like buddies other chen he confides in her when they're both being held by the pikes kind of prisoner yeah and again she's like getting in touch with someone or something that you know wouldn't necessarily like the bad batch would want nothing to do with him basically that they wouldn't even bother to try to be friends with the guy i mean what's the point and you know Hunter even says, like, why why are you sticking up for him? He's obviously not a good person. Right. And she literally says, well, maybe he's not all bad. I mean, Ruby likes him. 
True. Uh, so I just think it kind of played also into the whole light side, dark side, balance of the force. He he's a bad guy. He does bad stuff, but yet Omega is still able to like communicate with him. The impartial animal pet likes him and likes Omega. True. So I feel like it kind of plays into the whole force metaphor thing. But the so now he's only got one horn. So now he's like horned, but not. Well, yeah, that's clear. Also. That's clear to me. But why? I don't know. I just like. I want to know what story they took from, because I know it's not them thinking of oh, that. Oh yeah, I don't know. Other than that one biblical story, I can't. Think yeah, I don't of remember that. That's crazy. That's an old one. Must be. Um. But again, like, what's what's the purgle of the episode? What's who or what is going to come back in these last couple of episodes, or maybe next season, and it's going to be like, oh yeah, that's what that episode was for. Do you think that's happening? Probably. I mean, they're name dropping Isa Duran. Like, why? True. Do so we maybe... know that character from before? <clears throat> Mm-mm. Okay. So maybe she's going to play a role. Maybe Roland. Maybe it's going to come back around. Like, they're going to need help. And Roland's going to be like, oh, yeah, Omega, Omega's my homegirl. I'll help her out. <laughs> yeah, okay. Something. Do you think I Harris know. coming back? Um, I don't know. Honestly. Hmm. Anyway, that's Infested. Oh, we can talk about the title. Like, that's a cool title. It is a um, cool title. Because of the multiple multiple meanings of the... Yeah, I sensed, like, a... Bar being infested with this new guy and his... Oh, true. ...lackeys, and then the hive is obviously an infestation of these... Yeah, that was a very, this was a very Dante's Inferno episode. What does that mean? Like, just, like, the levels of hell type of thing. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, it just felt like... There were levels going down and down and down, mm, you know what I'm saying? True. Like, there's a mine cart, but then there's, like, a layer beneath that. It's, it's super it's interesting, forcey metaphor. I guess, but, it's like... metaphorical. I can only dig the metaphor so far, but when the rest of the episode is lame... <laughs> I don't see what was lame about it. <laughs> I, I really know. don't. I didn't get a lot from it. The script wasn't something to behold, and, like... As, as a standalone episode, it was fine. It was... I, it was fine? It was fine. It was a, I mean, yeah, it was fine. It might not be my favorite episode, but it was decent for being a standalone. And anytime you're going to give me some metaphorical stuff in it, I'm going to be like, oh, yay. I liked the ending, though. I like it. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. I mean, but again, they don't usually just throw in things for no reason like something's gonna come back around that's true it might i'm not saying it's a useless episode i'm saying if it comes back fine but like i'm not gonna probably watch that one again (laughs) unless i'm just gonna do a rewatch of the series i'm probably not picking that one mark my words those two those two guys that work for sid are gonna be i'll think about that the problem all right man if there's gonna be a problem it's gonna be them okay okay episode 14 War freaking mantle. That's not what it's called. War mantle. Mm. Mm. Indeed. <sighs> this, this, one, one, this, this one snaps. Is what we've been <laughs> waiting for. Yeah, true. This one's good. This one's pretty good. Um, I've been waiting for a lot of the stuff to happen in this one. <laughs> man, so good. I've been, I've been talking about the things I've been waiting for on this podcast that happened in this one. So good and also no. 
No, it's good, dude. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. Okay, well, let's just like go through it. Um, starting at the very beginning, with the hunting sequence. Meet your mic for a second. Man. Okay. The hunting sequence with the Imperials hunting a clone that we obviously later find out is Gregor. Yeah. Very exciting. Very exciting. Yeah, it's cool. Um, but that whole music at the beginning when they're running through the jungle or whatever, the forest. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like... Re- uh, reminded me of Planet of the Apes. Oh, yeah. Oh, hardcore. I to say it. I was going to guess, dude. The percussion is very Planet of the Apes-y. It is. Slash also lost. I thought it was... Uh, yeah, true. It is actually very lost. But, I mean, Giacchino admits he stole from Planet of the Apes for his running through the jungle music. So yeah. <laughs> it goes back to that score. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, it also kind of reminded me of Tatooine music. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. It just did. Oh, and the guys at Blast Points made a good point <clears throat> that the, the lighting and everything was very E.T. Like when they're they're chasing E.T. through the forest at the very beginning of the movie. You probably don't remember. You haven't seen Ooh. that in a long time. But the sh- the light, the eerie light coming through the trees, uh, it they're they are correct. It is all right. I I mean I've <clears throat> seen that movie. I would remember. Well, you don't. Cause well, I, I guess the earliest point in the movie I remember is honestly when like they're in the backyard of that kid's house, and then he just like shows. Yeah, up. all this happens before what they're talking about reminding okay. them of this happens before that. Okay. Um. That's cool. That it starts in a forest and ends in a forest, though. It is cool. The movie slaps. It does slap. Um, and as interesting that they got shades of E.T. from that because later on I'm going to talk about shades of another Spielberg movie that I got from the stuff that happens in War Mantle. But we'll get to that later. Um, Kaminoans. What are you talking about? <laughs> we'll get there. No, 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 no. You can't just you can't just drop that. It's in my notes. We'll get there. It's later on. It's it's not even that much later. Just hang on. Temple of Doom. Um. Well, no, that was the last episode. But but the shot of them oh, on the cliff. Oh, true. Can you just pin- nah. just wait a minute? I want to know. Okay, fine. Let's go through the Spielberg references right now because somebody's okay. so impatient. Cool. Okay, E.T. So, wait, let me, can I think for literally five seconds? Yes, go ahead. All right. <laughs> um, I'm thinking. I mean, is it like one of his big ones? Yes. I mean, not you're Jurassic gonna, Park. You're going right? to get it. Not gonna, Jurassic Park. No, not Jurassic Park. Okay. Not Indiana Jones. <clears throat> no. Then. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not. Um, Very early. Think early. Early. Not Spielberg. Close Encounters. No way. Yes, Close Encounters. What? Dude, what are you talking about? The base inside the mountain. I guess. I guess. Like, when they come up over, they come up over the that shot is kind of like that and yeah. then they see the base that shot is kind of hidden yeah. in the mountain yeah fair fair that's yeah. fair that's fair that's fair that's fair that's fair that was the big one i picked up on okay interesting okay back to i was gonna uh, say schindler's list <laughs> it's about to get very real yeah this one's hype Owens. this one's hype true i um my homies. We knew this was coming. 
we knew we saw it coming from a million miles away that we're probably going to lose the Kevin Owens in this show. But, and and still, I mean, I don't Hey, man, we know. haven't lost them. We don't even know yet. It's true. We don't even know yet. No, we don't. Um, but I very much loved the part when Nalase is walking with the little yeah, that's, young clones. That's an interesting scene. And they're talking to her like she's their mother. Yeah. And she even, ta- she even uses like verbiage like a mother. You best best run along now you don't want to be late or whatever she literally says best run best run along or best best, run along best hurry up like a like a mom would say she doesn't say please hurry up you're going to be late you know or whatever the words that they're giving her are very interesting and plus they're like well you're going to come with us right she's like i'll be there later (laughs) nah see ya so wait so wait i'm confused by this though because they are the Empire is trying... I still don't know the answer to this. That's why I'm bringing this up now. Mm-hmm. The Empire is trying to get real people to be stormtroopers, like not non-clones. Yes, correct. So why do they want those kids? Are they going to kill those kids? Is that what's happening here? Well, they say... Um, Rampart Or are they says, training? They're going to train. Rampart says, I think, to Crosshair. Make sure you get every viable clone together. Like, why though? Because I don't think they're gonna waste them. Like, why I mean, would they? I guess, but that's just weird. Like, why it feels like a waste... weird story point. If you, you would think that they're like, okay, we're done with clones, because I mean, I guess you hear clone stormtroopers like they're around, but like, I don't know. It's just weird, man. It's just, it feels weird. I don't know what's going on. I don't either. I mean, the the plan may very well be. Kill these homies. Get rid of them at yeah. some point. Like, because there are, there are the ones out there. Clearly, there's a good number of them. The Order 66 did not work. Yeah. I'm getting, like, weird. Very weird. Also, like, I don't know if this needs, like, a like a trigger warning. It probably needs a trigger warning. Like, potential PTSD triggerable thing that I'm about to say. But, like, okay. um, or just sensitive. I'm getting, like, weird Holocaust vibes. Like, them taking them Me away too. onto ships and stuff. That <clears throat> That is, like, 100% that. You are very correct. Mm. I, I mean, I felt it, too. Mm. Those kids, especially. Yeah, because, I mean, you see the ships, too. Like, they're leaving out the port and, like, mm-hmm. stuff like that. It's kind of wild, honestly. Yeah. Which, very which... Dark. I just mentioned Schindler's List, and I didn't mean to do that. So... On God. It is, it is, it is a little, it's dark. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I just, I get that feeling. Cause like, I don't know. Like the kids don't really know what's going on and they're like, we'll still be soldiers. Right. And they're like, yeah, dude. And then they're just put on the ship and they're just like, see ya. It's kind of rough, man. I'm, I'm concerned. You've got me concerned now. Yeah. Sorry. I, I didn't mean to make it that dark, but like that feeling, that feeling like watching people that don't know what's going on getting put on a ship yep. and they're going somewhere that we're not being really disclosed where and like they're packed so you consume cuz they're literally all the clones on the planet like thrown into these ships. So dark. Yeah, sorry. Again, triggerable. I hope that but, would, would you say that was triggerable mm, that I should yeah, do that? Oh, yeah. Is that one of those things, man? Like that you should put a trigger I warning on. I think you should anytime you're going to bring that up, I think yeah, you should mm. put a trigger warning on it cuz that can trigger a lot of people. And plus, like, empires, we all know, like, 
taking from like the Nazi regime. Sure. So or fascist Nazi regime, whatever. But like, so it makes sense to me, man. See, I'm. I was all like, oh, she's being so motherly. Well, no, 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 no. I, th- I think she. I mean, she has. She has no power in the situation. So it's like. True. She and probably. I, she is. It's. It's just like you know. They're not telling them what they're gonna do with them either. They're. Yeah. She. As far as she knows, they are gonna go off and be soldiers. Even like, well, for the empire though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, true. <laughs> and I would assume that. <clears throat> so they're that young. That they obviously have chips, and the chips are. Do you think so? Sure, fine. Oh, interesting. That's weird. And so they're pretty hype about being imperial. That's pretty messed up. It is messed up. It is messed up. Yeah. The whole thing's messed up. Well, rip my homies. The whole thing is messed up. Um, Nalise is not innocent in this in the at all. True. But but possible redemption. We'll see. But as we talked about before, yeah, she clearly wanted to save Omega. Yeah. And... Yeah, but, like, we don't know why, though. That's the thing. Once we figure it out, and I guarantee it's just going to be, like, she was saving her for Snoke experimentation, then it's like, yeah, you were wrong all along. You were wrong from the beginning. I'll be sad. Yeah. Because I really want her to be okay, but clearly she's not going to be okay. She's not going to be okay. Um... But she lives on. She's apparently going to be MVP, alive. MVP Kevin Owen. She's a scientist, and yeah. they are going to use her, I guess. Indeed. Um, we'll get there, I guess, when we okay. talk about that part. But Okay, so the main A story of this episode is that Rex needs the Bad Batch to help rescue who turns out to be Gregor. From the inside of this secret mountain base. And also, why is there a secret mountain base? True, it's the sir. It's the Empire at this point. Like, they've got all the power. Why are they hiding their bases inside? I don't mountains? know. And, I mean, the inside of the building looks like it's on the Death Star. It, it, it looks exactly like the Death Star. So maybe they were experimenting or something. I don't know. But that was, like, my big question from this episode was, why... Why are we going to all the trouble to build a base inside of a mountain when we are well, probably because of the third close encounters of the third kind reference. <laughs> That's, That's yeah. probably it. It was just that they just, just like wanted, let's do that. They just wanted a uh, devil's whatever that devil's ridge, devil's mountain, devil's peak. Duh. I forget what it's called. Devil's mound. Mm, I don't know. It's a mound. I don't think it's a mound. He called it a mound. I'm 100 percent sure. <laughs> okay, that so. sounds wrong, dude. <laughs> Looking it up. You're gonna Google I'm it. looking it up. I'm telling you, dude. Okay. okay, okay. It also reminded me of uh, this reference is probably gonna not mean anything to you, but um, Escape to Witch Mountain. <laughs> oh. How there's like. Mm. I saw that movie. What do you mean? Aliens living inside the mountain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's it, man. The one with the rock you're talking about? That's the remake. Oh, the, the OG. Ones I see. From the seventies were the ones that. It's I just saw. taking after Spielberg, though. Like it always takes after him, man. <clears throat> yeah, you're probably right. Okay, let's see. Probably total, uh, Close Encounters thing. Okay, let's see here. But maybe they built that base. Devil's Tower. Oh, Devil's Tower. Is that what they call Tower. it? Yes, that's it. Yeah, that's ugly. Should have done mound. It's ugly. That's a weird name. <laughs> oh, no, it's cool. 
That's on my yeah, totally, bro. Too. I want to see that so bad. Bro, it literally looks like that planet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's cool. You know, they show occasionally, well, before COVID anyway, they would do like a build a little drive in movie theater and they would <gasps> y- put up They'd a big put it screen, on the screen on that. And you would go and you could see it like you're there at Devil's Tower and watch. And show that movie? Close Encounters. I know. That's how it. Actually, list. also kind of sus though, because isn't that. Uh, a Native American, like oh, probably is grounds. It? What state is it in? Wyoming. I, I mean, this entire country is Native American. So. No, but I mean, it, yeah, Wyoming. but wasn't that wasn't that structure like a very important structure for like Native Americans, mm-hmm. religiously, spiritually? That I do so? not. That I do not know. Okay, it would seem as such. I feel like that's one of those that are like. I mean, it's like a giant pillar in the sky, basically, you know? <laughs> yeah. Anybody living around back then would have been like, this Ooh, cool. is some God stuff. Yeah. But anyway. Well, anyway, um, maybe they had just built it there before they, before, maybe they, you know, it was like sitting there waiting. You know what's weird? What? It's rant time. Now we're <laughs> talking about Native Americans. The Empire? Mm-hmm. Is it weird like okay, you can obvi- like the Empire is so nicely constructed as a as an archetype in Star Wars. Like you could honestly interpret the Empire and what they're doing for like any period in history, basically, and relate it to something. Like it's that yeah, good, true, and that well handled by George. God bless. But mm-hmm. um, manifest destiny, man. Mm-hmm. Like it's cr- it's interesting because like you know George was like super. Um, uh um are you good oh he he was he was all about like america you know what i mean and like what america stood for and like stuff like that freedom and all that i mean the whole movie is a commentary on the things that go against the american ideal basically like of freedom yeah and and like he's in like capitalist and like stuff like that you know what i'm saying yeah so it's interesting that you can in this series Manifest Destiny is clearly something going on. I mean, right off the get-go, man, it's like the chips activate. Like, that's Manifest Destiny and present presented to you on a sober platter, basically. Like, because then they just go out and they just, like, say, I, we claim everything now. And they just keep moving out and just, like, taking over lands and planets and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, But, I mean, it's because of Palps wanting all the power. Though. I know, I know, I know. But, but it's interesting that... Such a metaphor is so good that it honestly can be turned on itself, you know what I'm saying? And its own ideals. I just think it's crazy, man. Like, the Empire is by far, in my opinion... Okay, there's their force is cool. Like, force metaphors are cool and all. Empire metaphors are also really cool. Like, I dig them quite a bit. That's a lot of politics and... Yeah, it's interesting. Because it's easily applicable to real life. Like, easily to real life, you know what I mean? It's, like, not even on a spiritual... It can be, like, it can be philosophical, like, with the um like german philosophy about like the consumed and the consumer basically when it comes or the assimilated when it comes to culture and like the consumer mm-hmm. stuff like that like that's all empire man it's like i mean their symbol is like a cog like a machine so it's gonna also can be representative of like fascism and stuff like that it's just interesting like you could look at it from sort of different things and they like conflict on each other sometimes it's weird man that's why anyway. star wars is good 
It's well written. I'm like I said, man. Empire, the the Empire as a concept, it's been done before. Like it's, it was done in Star Trek. Like that concept has been done before. Sure. But I don't know with the clone thing, them turning into stormtroopers with like these chips in their heads, like kind mm-hmm. of thing. That is what it's about. You know what I'm saying? That relationship. And that's why. It's so okay, good. That's why. Uh, I'm having like weekly debates with people mm. about why this show oh. <laughs> is good. Why do we need to keep talking about this? Because They're never going to change their minds, man. We're on episode 14. But I'm just I'm just like look at the relevance of this story. Look at it. Mm. It's so relevant. I mean, I feel like Star Wars has always been relevant, but this particular show about literally brainwashing people. Yeah, man. Did they start writing this? When was the when when did they commence the writing of this show? Do you remember? I don't remember exactly, but I know it was like two, three years ago at least. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's relevant. Smack to- dab in the middle of the. You know, I know, I know. It's 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 relevant. It's relevant like, now, but it's also been relevant forever. You know, so, like that concept of groupthink is so. But right like, now, it's. I get it. God. Uh, yeah, it's good, man. It's so relevant. It's good. And just, it's good. It's good writing. It's a good. It's a really good show. And and I'm, you know, I am. All about the force in star wars and if i am loving this show where there is zero force at all it's true man it's true i was just thinking about that there's like how no force. Are, how are other people not is this the first thing that they've done well there's been like jedi show up i guess but is this the first thing that has been so not force related that star wars has done i mean i really thought rogue one was going to have no force in it whatsoever and then it ended up having a little. Yeah, a little bit. Um, Just enough to make it forcey. Yeah, it kind of feels like that. Like, it's very military-oriented. It, it is very... On the, mil- yeah, boots on the ground type of stuff. and Very much the side of Star Wars that people equate with the pew-pew. You know, it's just like pure pew-pew. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, but it's not, though. I mean, yeah, it is partially. There no, is but, the pew-pew. But they're just saying that's all it is. I'm like... <laughs> You're not, you're not, how can you look at, how can you look at Omega and Hunter and not feel something? Yeah, man. Facts. That voice actress that does Omega, like I was literally like physically feeling sick to my stomach a little bit in this episode. Okay. Oh yeah, that voice acting near the, the end, end though. Yeah. Oh my god. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Good. Oh my she, god. She 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 was definitely she practiced that. <laughs> it was literally heart wrenching. Like it my 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 heart was being squozen. Oh jeez. <laughs> I did I did not like it. I did oh, not yeah, like that, it. That that line when he says it's not I don't think it's gonna work this time or whatever. Look, we'll get to it. That's okay. Good. I'm just saying I don't I I try really hard to, you know, not talk people into liking something that I like when they've oh, been geez, adamant woman. about the fact that they don't like it. You 
are literally the worst when it comes to that. <laughs> I've never them. met anybody worse. <laughs> I've never met anybody worse, and I go to an art school. I've never met anybody worse. Don't be rude. I'm not Don't being be rude, rude. I'm being truthful. I've never... It's impressive. But here's, <laughs> but here's, here's my issue, though. Every criticism mm. I see lobbed at this show... I could say the same thing about the Clone Wars. I could say the same thing about Rebels. Don't talk bad. Don't talk bad about Clone Wars in my house. No, no, man. no. I'm not talking. About, I'm saying every criticism that people are, in my opinion, unfairly <laughs> criticizing the Bad Batch about, the same criticisms can be applied to the other two animated yeah. shows and Resistance. I always forget about Resistance. Oh yeah. The other three animated shows, and no one. No one does that. Well, I feel like they'll do it now. And I don't know why this show. I think that's gonna be how it is, man. Is I think that, getting. I think it's gonna be how it is because of Mandalorian. Because of Mandalorian, what do you mean? Yeah, you're saying that these are the same people who are saying they hated the cameos of the Mandalorian, right? Mainly. Um, that is a that is a big criticism that I see a lot. Like, okay, it's just well, a bunch of cameos, and then doesn't mean anything. That's probably not gonna change, man. With those people at this point, I get it. But to say that you, but to but to say that this show doesn't have a quote unquote heart, when I'm sitting here practically in tears because of oh because the voice actress for Omega is so good that I'm practically crying <laughs> in this episode, like I'm that attached to her. Well, I will admit though. So what what does that mean? I'm sorry that she's not a cute little baby Yoda. Like, is that the problem? I will she's admit though, girl, that I don't get it. I will admit though that it seems like every time there's like an emotional scene or a moment, they always cut it short though. Not this time. Not this episode. I guess. It seemed guess. like it dragged yeah. on forever. Fair. To me. I mean, okay. And we're getting towards the forever end. Forever is an extreme word it to use. It seemed but like I'm sure there's gonna be a big one like at the end of the Clone Wars. Like I'm sure it's gonna be like Good, in that way. All right. Well, let's move on. I guess. Okay. Because I feel like I'm beating a dead horse. I just. Oh, you've said this a million I, I times. I just well, I just don't get it. I don't get it. The show's great. It's funny. It's well written. It's emotional. The new characters are engaging. The voice acting. Come on, man. The voice acting is if insane. If you're, gonna, if you're gonna hate the show, understand that. But just watch it for the voice acting, man. <laughs> Honestly, because we get Gregor, we get Gregor in this now too. So we've got it's just another one. All the Bad Batch plus Gregor plus Rex, all in the same episode. And the young clone. Did you notice that was his voice? Yeah, but don't they have a younger person that do that? Does no, dude, that, that was him. Was that it? was one hundred percent his sure. voice. Yeah, and they pitched it. Uh, they pushed it up. All right. Well, I, I don't know that for a fact, but if he was, was all over the place in this one, man. I just. That man deserves God. the Emmy. Like, there's no one else. God sent. There's no one else. Animated. I need to take lessons from that man. I just need to do it. I need to reach out. <laughs> D. Bradley Baker. Yeah. And what's her name? What's her name? I believe it's Michelle Ang. Mm. It's Michelle, because <laughs> it's my name. I remember that. It's either Honor Ang. I forget. I'm just bad with names. Right. Sorry. No disrespect. I absolutely <laughs> love her. I think she is She's incredible a in this show. Yeah. There's, I don't get it. 
It's crazy how the whole show is two it. people and Bob. <laughs> That's basically <laughs> it, dude. I mean, there's other people too. I, mean, I know, but. Um, okay. So we've already talked about Gregor and how obviously his chip did not trigger mm-hmm. either because he is uh, not having this whole Imperial thing and is a deserter and gets put in prison. And so the Bad Batch has to go rescue him. Yeah. Um, Okay. I have this note. Climbing up the mountain. That's a cool scene. When the Bad Batch are climbing up the mountain to get to this base, there is a most excellent arrangement of their musical motif. Oh, yeah. True. It's good. Yeah. Like I was was telling Dad. banging. I was telling Dad the music in this one, I recall... I think, what did I say? I think it was two podcast episodes ago. It might have been the last one, actually. Because the last one we did, we talked about the Hera episodes, right? Yes, yes. I think it was during those, I said something about the music. Like, it was, like, weak game, if you remember I was saying that. Just, like, a little too weak for me. Mm-hmm. Not really serving the emotion very well. I think that's what, I believe that's what I said. Um, what are you looking at? Nothing. Okay. But. Is my mic on? Oh, yeah. It is. Yes, dude. <laughs> I was scared for a second. <laughs> you think I'd go an hour and not notice? That's offensive. Well, I muted it a little while ago, and I'm like, did I not Dude, I'm it? watching. <laughs> All right. But it's, the music of this one was fire. It, it was so fire. fire. It was. Certified fire. Absolutely engulfed in fire. Yes. Yeah, dude. But starting with this arrangement of them coming up the mountain. Oh, yeah, and, and then, I changed your note. What? Almost. You cannot say it's a theme. Oh, my God. It's five <laughs> he, notes. He literally did. He scratched <laughs> out the word theme. Dude, you're talking about royalty. Team. You're talking about royalty. <laughs> wow. You can't call it a theme. We're talking about royalty. Okay, we, what we're talking about is the original OG Darth Vader slash Imperial theme from A New Hope. That he busts out right at the moment when the Bad Batch note they've updated their armor. Fire. Fire! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it was so good. It was so good. Because this is something we've been waiting for. We've been yeah. waiting for this armor I didn't change. expect that, though. I didn't expect that music. And I'm stupid. I should have known. Man smart. He would use that music. Um, Instead of the... Imperial um, March. Like, Imperial March. Everybody would want to use that. But it's cool that he probably went into the archives and like found that. Well, because like, I want to do this. There's so many references in this episode to A New Hope. Mm. And we're leading up to A New Hope. Like we're not we're not to uh, the yeah. Imperial March time. So yet. they said they said it first, man. <laughs> they said it first. But the fact that he cracked it out right at that moment. Yes, sir. Oh, they've updated their armor. So methinks to look more like Force theme. What? If he knows how to handle it then. If he's handling that one well, then Why he's probably going to the handle theme? the Force theme introduction well when we find out she's Force sensitive. So oh, I, I thought you, I'm sure I he's going to do it. I thought you thought I was bananas. No, I know. I, I don't think it's happening. Wrong. I don't think it's happening. But if it does happen, I'm sure he's going to hit you with that real nice Bad Batch Force theme combination. That's what I would do. I would figure out a way to hybrid it. I would ascend. <laughs> and if that doesn't happen, I'll do it. I would float up. I will do it. You would see me floating up. Out of my body. That will be the next Unknown Regions. That will be the next podcast theme. That? Yeah. If he does that? Yeah, I would do that. Uh. Okay, so the next thing I've written down is Echo laying on the guilt trip a couple of times. <laughs> because um, 
he very much identifies with the situation Gregory's yeah. in because he was he in that finally situation of being held, some character, man. held against their will uh, by the Empire. And, uh, you know, because I swear, when whenever the day comes along where they will get offered a job or asked to do something where someone doesn't balk, <laughs> somebody always balks. It's like, annoying. It's like, I mean, it's not. It's kind of... It, they gotta, have the same conversation every time, every mission, though. Like, where is the character do. development, dude? I want to know. I know they have... Where this. is Hunter's character development? Tell me, dog. He about to get some. He about to get some hard-learned I think, perspective. I think Crosshair is about to get some. Maybe I don't think too. he is, man. I think it's going to go both I ways. have lost hope in him, <gasps> character development-wise. I think I they're not going to develop him. I think he's going to die, actually. <laughs> dude, come on, man. That'll be no. so good. He, he's dead, dude. He has to die. Hero's journey, he has to die. He's been Omega's mentor the entire show. What? I'm looking around the room at people that don't exist, but I'm looking like, what do you mean he has to die? He doesn't have to die. Hero's journey. The mentor dies in Star Wars, sir. He's not her mentor. Yes, he is. Well, okay, okay. They mentor each other. So one of them is going to die. Okay, one of them is something bad's going to happen to one of them. Is all I'm saying. I'm just... I'm calling it now, dude. I'm here's, calling it now. He's dead. Here's what's he's dead. Happen. He's in the ground. No, 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 no. He's in the ground. No, he's not. Because here's what's going to happen. They're going to be like, you're valuable. You are a valuable asset to the team. So here's what's going to happen. We're going to put the chip back in, and we're going to crank it to a 1,000 like we did with Crosshair. Crosshair's going to get rescued. Like, he's going to come back. But they're, it's going to be like, a, they're going to they're gonna keep Hunter. Mm, that'd be cool. They're gonna keep Hunter, and they're gonna make him into a super soldier for the Empire. That'd be sick. Um, <laughs> I'd be down I, for that. They're not gonna kill him. They're not gonna kill him. They're not. Well, see, here's what I'm thinking. He's the main. I'm thinking that because he has like that tracking ability, like, I I foresee him becoming like one of the in in the Fallen Order video game. Mm-hmm. Like, one of those dark troopers that are, like, special, that have, like, those, they, like, special abilities and stuff like that. Oh, I didn't know that existed. Well, yeah, they ha- they use the weapons that the General Grievous guards use. You remember that game? I showed you that game. There were, like, these guys that fought four Caesars and stuff like that. I don't remember. Uh, and I didn't play the game, so. I think, well, okay, well, that is a figurative, like, that is a death then, like. Well, yeah, but they're not going to flat out just kill him and put him in the ground. Like, No. No. Bruh, you saw that one episode, though. That one when all those people got killed? Yeah. They are apparently capable. They're not the main character. Holocaust clone stuff. Holocaust clone stuff. they're not the main character. Dude, but nothing bad has happened to them. At all. That's pretty bad. If they take her number one dad, Dad Arena. Exactly. Why haven't they done anything bad? Against her. Why haven't they done anything bad? That's what they're going to do. That's going to be the bad part at the end. Okay, well, okay. I'm not saying he's literally... Okay, maybe he would literally die. Maybe he will figuratively die. But he is definitely 100% dying in some way. Okay, but it's reversible because he'll it'll just be a chip. But the... You well, know, yeah, exactly. Like, like it's also synonymous with he's reaching his lowest point. Kids in, show. I guess. But Below. No. Um. No. Nah. Nah. <laughs> 
No. But that's going to be just as bad because then they're going to be like, okay, hunt her down. So it'll be like crosshair, who knows their every move, but also, you know, the best tracking ability of anyone in the world. That's unfortunate. That's a bad combo. It's now I'm for sure thinking that's going to happen. Yikes. 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 Okay. Um, but yeah, we saw a little bit of echo. Um, we're going to get some Wait, uh, saying, you know, I was in his position and you guys came in for me. What's the, I'm not, you know, we're not leaving until we get this guy. Basically. He was the one that told them we have to get this guy out. Mm. Okay. So Colin rightfully so called me an idiot. <laughs> Because while they're sneaking around inside the space, oh, yeah. <sighs> why don't you just go ahead? Well, is this about the music? Yes. So it's not one of those are sneaking. This is during the part where they're getting shot at. Like they're already found because he puts in the T, the 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 CC code, the clone trooper code, but it doesn't. But the it gets rejected. But the sneaking around music is very similar too. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The sneaking around music is similar. It's not exactly the same though. And we're talking about music from A New Hope, by the way. Yes. The sneaking around music with the timpani, most notably, like the weird ominous timpani Mm -hmm. solo happening, that's like 100% Death Star sneaking around the crew, sneaking around. Yeah. Obi-Wan sneaking around. It's so much A New Hope music in this episode. And it looks, the inside of the building looks like the Death Star. Like, they made it very nicely imitate that scene. And when they find him, and he's like... You hear the... You know what I'm talking about? Yes. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yes. The xylophone? Yes. Yeah, that um bing bing But the way Gregor is Leia in this scenario yeah, is dude. pretty funny. <laughs> I like it, man. I and like the music was so to the T too, like he definitely like I wanna be in that position where I have the power. To just go into the archives of Lucasfilm Music, wherever that music or uh, um, um, Bantha, Bantha Music, which is like I think mm. that's where that like that's the company that owns the rights to the music, I believe, really? or at least used to. Maybe it's a different company I'm sure now. It's Lucasfilm. Well, yeah, it's it's underneath Lucasfilm. But you're saying it's a separate. Little that is the company. company. Yeah, like that is the one you have to contact to get the rights, I believe. But but anyway, I would love that power, man. You could just go into those archives, pull out literally any of them, and use it whenever you want. Oh, it's so cool. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about the time when I went into the the default library? Yes. And I went up to the fourth floor and I found the score for ET. Yes, you did tell me about that. Dude, that was one of the coolest moments of my life. <laughs> I opened that book up and I, I I went to the back to like the best one, like the ending one. Mm-hmm. The whole like the like the bike flying sequence, that whole chase I scene. I can't even and, like, hear it, and I start to cry. Before that, though, like the part where that's like, oh, I can't even sing it in my head because I'm thinking of Star Wars now. It's like, yeah, dude, I found the whole thing and I, and I copied every page. It took me two days. I had to go on a second day. <laughs> okay. Technically, I think it's illegal, but like I have the whole score now because I did. Well, nice. And I, and nice I tried. Thievery, son. Thank Good you. Job. I also did that with Rite of Spring and Mars <laughs> and Jupiter, I think. Yeah. But, but I tried looking for Star Wars and I didn't see any, unfortunately. Ah. That's even, probably super expensive. What are they even doing? I know, dude. It's a crime. But uh, okay, so we you can finally... you can buy the score for Star Wars, the soundtrack for Star Wars, seven hundred dollars online. You could just buy it. Wow. 
It's yeah. pricey. It is pricey, but that is basically a textbook for film scoring. Like for me, like it would be. I would use that for the rest of my life, probably, to find like orchestration tips and stuff like that. Well, you got money in the bank. Go buy yourself a Star Wars score. That's like literally seventy percent <laughs> of my <laughs> of my bank account. Um, uh, okay, so another big moment where I was like, "Oh, Colin's gonna love this." I I actually watched this on the flight home from Florida on Friday morning. Uh, so we weren't together when we watched it. So I, I always know 90%, I can probably 95% accurate accuracy. The moments he's going to be like, (gasps) (gasps) like he's going to fist pump. Well, you missed that music part. That one, that moment was the one I actually, I've watched that at 2am and everyone was asleep and I was literally like. Yo. <laughs> okay. Yo. Okay, but when they actually name drop the TK Troopers. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool, man. Back to my roots. TK Troopers in the house. TK Troopers in the house. They man. are named. They are here to yeah, stay. Yeah, dude. For the and next they have years or 30 They years. have the the storm the commandos. Mhm. Which I was not expecting to see commandos in the series. It's very shocking, actually. Can't say that I was because that's never been on screen before. It's only been in video games and in comics. But they actually say there's fifty, yep, clones and a thousand TK troopers just in this one base. Yep. And we don't know how long that base has been there. But this is it. This is what you know. This is what we thought the show was gonna do. We thought it was gonna be like, okay, what happens with the clones? Where do all these Storm I think they're doing a good from? job giving you snapshots. While, I think they're doing a great job with while it. While they're also staying true to like the A story of the episode. Like they're do they do good job. They've always done a good job at letting you know what's going on. And it's impressive. And the but. and they're just giving us they're giving it's basically like, oh. the clone and the trooper nerds yes. their mana from heaven. And uh and telling us exactly why why the TK troopers are not very skilled. Mm-hmm. And why the clones were, and what was the deal with that, and why? How all of a sudden are these stormtroopers like can't hit anything? They're literally <laughs> telling us, yeah, the deal. I get that, but but I mean, I and think I the armor it. obviously, the armor got appreciate because I'm pretty sure that is um, that is a rough quarry. It looks very like it that does. one shot when it that does. stormtrooper is walking past the jail cell and he's yeah, standing you might there, be right about that. super like dumbed down, but. Um, yeah, and then there's that one yellow commando mm-hmm. stormtrooper who like takes a few shots. You know what I'm talking about? From the stun gun, he shoots Gregor twice, I think. Oh, no, I guess I don't know. Who well, do you about. think I'm talking about? I thought you were talking about the 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 one that still had the clone helmet on with the the light, the blue light on his. No, that's that's commando. Yeah. The commando. Okay. Yeah, but there was one that looked like it was like a Commander Cody type of st- like clone, oh, but it was like a stormtrooper. It was a commando with yellow paint and like all. Oh, I didn't notice. Like a commander kind of guy. Yeah. I did not notice, and I also have just written here in quotes, "plebe," because <laughs> I knew you would love that. <laughs> Dude, I had like a. <laughs> I knew it. I had like I a quadruple it. take. I, I was knew like, it. "There's no way." <laughs> <laughs> he said, please. From the depths of my mind, they pulled that out. And, of course, that character of all people, like the quirky one. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. 
And he says something else, though, an adjective before that. I can't remember now, but just the fact that he he's said like plebe. insolent plebe or something. I like knew that. the second he said plebe, I'm like, oh, Colin, I'm like, dude, Colin's gonna melt. <laughs> like who? Why would they use that word? Why don't you talk about why that? Is you, foolish. Why you love? Okay. That. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why I love it. I mean, I started using it as an insult towards my friends. I know you did. <laughs> but. In like junior high. <laughs> no, in, in high school. In yeah. high school. Yeah, definitely in high school. Because I think I learned about it in high school. In Thorson's class. Oh, right, right, right. And then. I think he originally would call us plebes. <laughs> so like. <laughs> this is his. Uh, I had to do it, man. It's hilarious. History teacher in high school. It's so loved. funny, dude. To call it, It's like a funny word, too. I don't I know. know. Plebe. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, man. That was so, good, though. Like, no reason for him to say that. No. It was funny as heck. I was dying. But, like, how? <laughs> I don't know. That is... Your favorite word. That is some... World. Your favorite insult in the like, world. Like, I, I manifested that from calling people plebes all the time. <laughs> That's what that is. On God. Okay. Um, it's so weird, though. I remember they, I remember that. I felt, I felt like... <laughs> He did not just say that. Whoa. <laughs> like, Wait, that's too real, man. Was it a moment of, like, was I saying that inside my own nah, head? Nah, dude, dude. Did he actually say well, that Well, no, I had loud? subtitles on, so I, re- I read the word play before he said it, and I was like... Huh? Like, like, uh, like my face looked like that before he said it. I was like, oh, what? I was really upset no one was awake. Because, like, I'm I would freaked out. Well, believe me, I, when I watched it on the plane, I knew, oh, my God, he's going to die. That he said So play. funny, man. Um, okay, so can we j- again? I say this every week, just about the action oh, in yeah. this show is perfection. Oh, yeah, that one, that one shot when there's smoke and like they're <sighs> fighting in the smoke. It's cool. All of it, the visuals, the 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 way it's directed. Again, yep. I did not get lost. The ship battle thing. I knew exactly what was going on. Mm-hmm. Exactly, yeah. and it could have been very confusing. You know, it's always it always could be very confusing, and they're all running around. Doing all this stuff, it could easily get confusing, and it never does. Mm. Especially the fact it's all troopers. You know what I mean? Like they do such a good job. Well, I mean, all their armor looks pretty different. Visually, well, yeah, they do a very good job. Remember, (laughs) remember, remember how we were convinced that there was going to be a trooper rebellion in the Rise of Skywalker because why else would they introduce more red troopers? It's obvious because they're going to want to distinguish between the white troopers and the red troopers because they're going to be fighting each other at the end. Well, that did not happen. But that's what they're that's what they're doing. They're making it visually distinctive enough that you you know which one is Crosshair, you know which ones are the Bad Batch, you know which ones are the trooper, the that's true. TK troopers, and you also can now distinguish which one are the clone? True. Commandos. Well, just by voice too. Like always in Star Wars, you can tell by the voice. But these yeah. are the things that would normally confuse me, though. And I see I'm you. Not I see you. Getting confused because they're doing such a good job directing the action in these action sequences. Mm. Whereas even in Mandalorian, I got confused. Several episodes, there were I was just like, wait, what? Yeah. And I would have to rewind, I would have to go watch it like two, three times to even understand what was happening in the action. That does not happen on this show. For sure, that's cool. And I'm I guess I'm gonna chalk that up to Filoni knowing the hell what the hell he's doing as far as animating action and also yeah. Jennifer Corbett knowing what the hell yeah. she's doing. And these individual directors all being on the same page. It's just, Yeah. That's cool, man. It's so well done. Facts. 
Um, I loved the line, numbers aren't everything. When they're all in the elevator and they're yeah. trying to get out. And um, Gregor is telling them, you know, what the TK troopers, yeah, the TK troopers are. They're, they're replacements. And they there's an endless supply. And one of, I, I don't remember which, like, it's probably Hunter that says. I think so, yeah. Numbers aren't everything. The door is open. And there's like 50 yeah. TK troopers standing there. Classic, perfectly done comic timing. Star Wars humor. like True. That's a Marvel move, though. Don't say that. Sorry, but it is. What do you mean? It's good. It's classic. It's always it always is good. What do you mean? See, I felt like it was very Captain America. Han running down the hallway. Oh yeah, totally. Oh yeah, yeah. That. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That that shot definitely is a ton of stormtroopers. When that door opens, it just shows them. Yeah, that's definitely that too. Oh, good point. I didn't even catch that. Yeah, I just I thought that was funny. Keep hitting this cup on the table. Yeah, stop it. I can't. Mm. I get yelled at if I click like make a single peep. Stop. <laughs> uh, Gonky, we need you. Oh, yes, dude. Gonky's he served the squad. Gonky's moment to shine. Yes, dude. But then he got shot. He didn't get shot. He just got electrocuted. Well, whatever. He's fine. Hopefully, he's okay. Um, and you keep saying this, and now I am on team pilot tech. My boy, team dude. pilot. Tech. There's a very useless dive that he does. I don't know why. Useless. I don't but know it's why. Amazing. <laughs> why does he do that, dude? And the visuals also know. amazing. I wonder if that was like a because Jennifer Corbett was in the military, right? Yes. I bet you that's probably something jet fighters would do. Like I don't maybe know they would just dive down or something. I don't know. I don't know, but damn, it's good, it's good, it was cool. Yeah. The whole they got to get up close to the to the port so they can pick them up. Yeah, that's cool. Super cool. Yeah, what is that from, too? I don't know. It's a lot of action sequences. You have I guess, to get yeah. up close to something to rescue someone. But, um... Yeah, it was a good scene. Just the whole... The flying and the chasing and the... The sounds were really good. I don't oh, know if you paid attention to the sounds yes. this show, but, like, this episode... It's just all... Fire. This, this, this episode. Music and sound were very well done. All million cylinders, all firing real hard, very well. I don't know what else to say. This episode was a banger. We've said, we've said it. It's fire, all right? Um, all right. Let's just talk about when I felt my heart being squoze. Let's go, baby! When Good Hunter stuff. does not get rescued and he falls... And hits himself quite a bit, and kind they of really be doing. Out. They really be doing the Sisyphus, though. What do you mean? Because doesn't that have a Sisyphus like up the mountain, up rolling the rock up the mountain, then it falls back down? Yeah. Or no, I'm sorry, Icarus. That's what I'm talking about. Icarus. Yeah. I don't get it. I'm sorry. You don't know the story of Icarus. Yes, I do. I don't. The man how... falls from a height. Like that's all. Like, from freedom, like, he's about to achieve, like, utmost freedom, but then, in a moment, just becomes his ticket to death, basically. I think it might be confusing your myths. Bro, he's leaving the labyrinth with wings that he built, he's flying above the water, his wings melt, and he 
plummets down and dies, basically. That's the story. But he doesn't story. have any wings. I'm confused. Well, he doesn't need literal wings, but, like, he's almost free. <laughs> he's about to get on the ship, but then he slips and he falls. Okay. How is that not that? I, because I, I just don't think thematically it's the same thing, but... Okay. Mm. Because the whole thing about Icarus is he's... It's it's his hubris that ca- that does him in. Really? Yes, because he oh, is trying right. to be. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I'm dumb. Fly. I'm dumb. I'm sorry. Into I'm dumb. the sun. I'm sorry. And he can't get there because his wings melt. I'm stupid man, I'm just tired. That's okay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't beat yourself up. <laughs> it's a Star Wars podcast that ten people. Yeah, Brandon to. reads. <laughs> Brandon will know. Brandon will yell at you. <laughs> okay. Well, for the record, I. I've used Icarus in poems. I like the Icarus story. I knew that. I'm just tired. He is tired. He has been doing marching band camp. My brain is. He's got sunburn. Do I really? To prove no, it. I don't. You have your you have your band camp farmer's hand. Oh yeah, that I definitely real know. strong True. right now. Okay, well anyway, the moment where um, they lose Hunter and. Omega is very upset. That one shot of the ship landing. His name. That one shot of the ship landing, though, fire. Yeah, fire. When it's kind of like fuzzy because yes. he's been sort of knocked out. Yes, the direction. Dude. It's so good. <sighs> um, but anyway. Yeah, but that one scene's sad. They, um, you know, Tech is like, "We're gonna come back for you," and he's like, "Nope, absolutely not." Bro, we'll but Tech go. is so cool though because he literally is just like, "That's an order, zip." But but he was like, <laughs> he was chance, hesitant basically, a little bit. Basically, he was D3 PO'd him. The chances of your survival yeah, true, are true, true. three thousand, whatever, whatever, yeah, right, one. Yeah. And or, your chances are not good. And he's like, "I don't care, go." And that's an order. Yeah. And then he absolutely follows orders. And then that's that's when Michelle A. voice acts the crap. Voice acts. Voice acts the crap out of Omega. True. A little too well. Turn around. Oh, too well. (laughs) A little too well. No, turn around. We have to go back for him. That was some. I don't know. She she unlocked a chakra on that one, I feel like. (laughs) (laughs) Hunter, tell them to come back. Order them to come back. That's funny. And he says, "Sorry, kid, I can't do that." And you know what's good about that line turns too? No, it off. Here's the thing that's good about that one. You know what's good about that one? I'm gonna slam my glasses. So down. she's like, she's like <laughs> mimicking him. Bites. I don't know. I don't know. I sense that there's a relationship between that little exchange between when she says, "Order them to come back," and he's like, "I order you to leave," type of thing. Yeah. She's like using his words towards him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. In a way. It's tricky to diagnose this, but hang with me for like a second. At the beginning of the episode, how like he's flipping his knife and she like mimics flipping the knife. Oh yeah, I forgot to write that down. That was so cute. But like but like the way She the, always mimics him. She's mimicking him there and then in this moment mm-hmm. she's kind of it, it's it's like maybe not right, but I don't know. I feel like that that that, that exchange happening at the end and that exchange happening at the beginning are very like rounded. Oh yeah. Something about it. I forgot about the knife flipping. That was so cute. Yeah, that's funny. She's always kind of mimicking him. Uh, that like, remind, from the that, beginning. That hit me home a little bit as well. It was... That hit me a little deeper than it probably hit you, though. Tough to take. Because that was the exact visual of, like, someone trying to learn a stick trick from someone else. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's literally the thing <laughs> that she was doing. She was like, how do you spin that? Oh. You know? So. Cute. I don't know. 
I make weird connections to this show with this uh, stuff. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets captured a lot. He gets captured, and she is... Sad boy. So, just, it, I, for someone to say this show has no heart, uh, whatever, bruh, man. If you can also, watch that and feel nothing, bruh. check your pulse. That's also, all I'm saying. How, like, it's the opposite of what happens in The Mandalorian, kind of. Mm-hmm. Like, how he got, st- Grogu gets stolen. Yeah. This is the dad getting stolen. Yeah. I see what they're doing. I see what they're doing. They're not being clever. I just... Seize it. Okay, anyway, wrap it up. Wrap it up. Let's go. So, okay. Not much so left here. It ends... It ends... Uh, or no, actually, it doesn't end with Lama Sue and Nalase, but... It, oh, yeah. It, I forgot about there that. There is a, um, a scene with them where... Like you're saying, Rampart (laughs) says, yeah, it's like getting really real. (laughs) He's like, I have use for a scientist, so Nala That's a good line. That's a good line, by the way. I like this line. Yeah, Nala gets taken somewhere, apparently, but he says, I have no use for a politician, and basically- It's a good line. They walk out with Nala You see the stormtroopers or clones, I can't remember which- Clones. Approaching Lama Sue, and then the door shuts, and you don't see what happens to our friend. See Bob. Um, Lama Sue, but Bob I got lo- shot. Bob, um, Bob Bergen, the <laughs> Dad voice actor. Dad already told me about. I think about this. Or were you the one who told me about the background on the? Yeah, trip? Bob Bergen on his Facebook page changed his um, not his profile pic, but the um, just background, whatever background picture to that shot of the stormtroopers pointing their blasters. At How him. cool though to have that and that be you. You just put that on your Twitter and like, yeah, that's me, dude. So I'm not that's even. Savage, I'm not honestly. even gonna. I'm not even gonna ask him if he's dead because I'm sure he probably can't say one way or the other. Maybe. Oh come I on, he would tell you. Him. I might. You push him. I might. I might ask him. We gotta hang with him sometimes so I can ask him questions. And, I know. And just catch up because honestly, how long has it been? The last time we saw him was Disneyland. It's been like six years since you guys have seen him. They're I cool. S- I see them occasionally at Comic Con, like probably two years ago. They're the homies, man. I They're dinner, cool. I had dinner with them a couple years ago. Anyone who doesn't make fun of me upon the first time meeting me, cool. <laughs> they love you. They yeah. think you're funny. Okay. <laughs> um. So I wrote down, Bob. Is he safe? Is he all right? Uh. <laughs> It's very good. I don't know. We don't know. Uh, but Nala Say, what have I been saying all along? That Nala Say is the one that leads to Snoke and or the um Reincarnation of Palps. The clone of Palps. Because I am not ever gonna stop unless they've I, I mean, I don't even know if I'm even if they don't confirm it at all in you know these last two episodes oh. that she that that oh. Nala say had a had a secret project of trying to make a force sensitive clone and Omega is that clone and now Nala say knows how to do that and or she didn't have a secret project Omega just is force sensitive yeah because she just is bro like other people are just born force sensitive so is she even though she's a clone so now they're taking her to work on their project i'm just saying bro what if there's like a scene where <laughs> what if the last episode what if the last scene of the entire series was like a was like a now let's say in 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 persian being a couple no 
No, wait. Wh- who? Uh, Shelly. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Shipping now. Shelly, Shelly, what is the author's name? Shelly Ander- Henderson, who did, um, not Henderson, Frankenstein. Mary Shelley? Mary Shelley, yes. What if there was, like, a Mary Shelley-esque scene where, like, the last scene is, like, it, the It's Alive scene, but it's Palps? <laughs> and it's Nalase. It's Nalase. Like, at the it. switch, who flips it. <laughs> raises up lightning. <laughs> it was funny. Anyway. Yeah, anyway, yeah, Anyway, yeah. I've, I've been saying that all along, have I not? Yeah, dude. That she has something to do with imbuing a clone with force sensitivity I mean, yeah, dude, that's how it's gonna go, because, like, Star Wars doesn't do anything original, so <gasps> I'm kidding, I'm kidding, calm down. I just am interested, so, I'm very interested. I want her to be dark side, though. I mean, if she's Force-sensitive, she's kind of neutral right now, because yeah, she's dude. got no training in either of Yeah, but either. she's surrounded by people who are too good. Well, she's very inherently good, so, I would say. Alright. Alright, so the very last scene. We finally also, get. why does he keep his helmet? <laughs> I think it's funny. Who? Crossing? He would not have been allowed to keep his armor and his helmet if he had been captured. Oh, Hunter? <laughs> yeah. Did he still have his helmet? Yes, it's sitting right next to him. It's like, bro, what are you guys doing? Take his stuff, man. Oh, you know? I mean, I think... <laughs> He's I, trying to look cool I mean, it's Crosshair versus Hunter, and it's, I'm, it's stressing me out. I'm hype. I'm stressed. That last line, dude. Clean. Clean. That you wanted the whole... Squad, yes, that you didn't do. even pick up on. I didn't. Well, explain it. Uh, it's the one where Maul walks in on Ahsoka in the sewer system. Oh, in the Clone Wars. In the last season of Clone Wars, and he's like, I was hoping for Kenobi, but you'll do, or something like that. Yeah. Doesn't he say those exact words? He basically says the exact same thing, yeah. Yeah, it's excellent, bro. I like that. Because that, like like, that is like the line that is said before the climax of the show, basically. Yeah. Somebody's doing and then they parallels, play, man. Somebody's paralleling very nicely. Right very now. nicely, very nicely. A lot of this episode, particularly, a lot of oh yeah, excellent parallels. It's so well done. Um. So yeah, in conclusion, the Bad Batch is good. Yeah. <laughs> Get your head out of your butts. <laughs> I like how we, I like how we talked about the episode, the thirteenth episode, for like ten minutes, and then we spent an hour and a half talking about well, this. Next I mean, one. again, the standalone. My case is proven. The standalone. For, metaphorical episode was what it was. I still think there's going to be a re, there's going to be a purgle, a quote unquote purgle that comes from it, where everybody thought that was a useless episode and something's going to come from it. But we'll see. Um, but this episode uh, was a banger. It was a banger. And we only have two left. Mm-hmm. So the next two are also going to be bangers. It's probably going to be more like a three part arc more or less yeah it's looking like that um in conclusion again bad batch doing all the heavy lifting oh yeah they play his motif at the end as well yes they do the minor seven the the crosshair firing on all cylinders the action impeccable voice acting impeccable visually gorgeous story is engaging and i'm emotionally invested and if anything happens to hunter i'm going to die be very upset <laughs> okay <laughs> even though i know what's going to, i've already said i think he's probably gonna get <sighs> my homies chip, the chip the chip <laughs> gonna get chipped the, you know you hear about people saying you're going to get the chip yeah. for the vaccine yeah he's actually gonna be get, get <laughs> he's about to get the chip he's about real. to get the chip <laughs> but i okay do we think we've only got two episodes left so let's speculate who's dying and who's living 
that's think, my question. I think Sid is probably dying. Okay, interesting. I don't think any. I don't think we're gonna see Sid one more time. I think we're done with Sid. I think it's over with her. Um, but here's why I think Sid is maybe gonna p- come into play because again, those two stooges of hers. <sighs> why would they put those two characters on a pedestal at all? They are useless. I just bro. think the Empire is going to find out about Sid's connection to the Bad Batch, and capitalize on that i mean to find them Mm. to track them down that's what i think could possibly happen and i think sid's gonna refuse to tell them anything and that's gonna be that for her um but the stooges know about all of that that's been going on so okay if if in fact they find them i think tech will be all right i think tech's fine Mm. i think tech is fine all right I think everyone is fine except they wouldn't do anything to uh, Wrecker. That's for sure because they already did something. Yeah, to no, Wrecker's fine. Tech is fine. Uh, Echo's, Echo's fine. fine. Hunter's the only one that's in peril right now, and yeah, he's in peril, big time. All right. Do we think there's going to be any Boba Fett sighting? Whoa! Before the end of this season one. Possibly, just because they haven't mentioned anything about that weird little arc in a while. You think he's going to pop up? No, that would be weird. I hope not. At this point, it, it, it had to have been earlier. If it was going to be at some point, it had to have been earlier. I think we talked about this. Like, as long as it's, like, not something that the show is riding on. And if it was happening at the end, it's going to be something that the show is going to be riding on. You know what I'm saying? What if the Bad Batch decides at this point that the best thing they can do is to rescue as many clones as they can. Like, it's a different thing of what happens? No. Like, maybe that's, like, what's going to happen. They're going to be like, okay, the Kaminoans are done. They're dead. They're gone. Yes. Um. So the best we can do now is to help out, like, uh people the clones like gregor or um hot hauser or you know the ones that the chip did not activate the ones that don't want any part of this Hmm. and maybe boba fett is encompassed in that because he is in fact a clone i don't know i wouldn't like it i'm not not saying i would like it i'm just wondering if that's gonna i hope not be part of i think the last few episodes have no cameos okay they've had their fair share of cameos. I dude. still think the big the big deal reveal is going to be that she is force sensitive. Okay, man. That is what I think. I know you do. I'm not saying I don't th- I'm saying it would be easy for them to do that. Like yeah. if they chose to do Very. that fine, whatever. Very. But easy. I don't want them to do that. Yeah, we know. <laughs> we know but there's going to be a big episode. Seemingly art never goes the way I want it to go. <laughs> so But you had to think about the storytelling potential i know mom like, this is what i'm saying this is what i mean you are the one who does this the most i want to know i already told you i'm just i saying, i understand why it would happen but what, like you know there's gonna have to be something big that happens in the last two episodes so if it's not that what else could it dude, be you are not listening to me no i am <laughs> no you're much. not you're acting like i'm saying there's no way dude there's no way it could have I'm saying it very well is probably going to be the thing that's going to happen. I'm just not going to be a fan. I'm not saying you're sharing that. I'm saying 
let's just say it's not that. What do you think it okay. would, could possibly happen? I think... That would be a big... Because you know they're not going to have... God forbid they not have a big thing that happens. There's going to be a big thing that happens in the last two episodes. Besides, okay, yeah, we know the Kaminoans are getting taken out. Well, what if Ahsoka shows up or something crazy? Oh, <laughs> gosh. Do you think Rex is going to be in it again? Maybe. Hmm. Maybe, because, I mean, he might come to collect Gregor. Because hmm. they are together in Rebels. It's true. Hmm. Oh, and then there's Wolf. It, as long as we're collecting clones that don't have active chips. Wolf is a homie. He's he's the he's the other one in the in the Rebels episode. Yep. So maybe he'll pop up. I like Wolf. And they'll have to save him. Maybe, yeah. But yeah, they could be... just become those guys that just go out and save clones, maybe. I mean that would be nice. That would that be, be really a, cool. A nice warm little happy thing to do. <laughs> it would be. All right. All right. Well, we're just speculating irresponsibly now. I really fine. don't know. I have no idea, dude. I'm, I at this point, there's no need to guess because it's like literally right around the corner. So. Well, two more weeks. It's two more weeks. It's gonna go fast. I guess. All right. Well, um, if you would like to reach out to us, we are on Twitter at Unknown Reach Pod. My personal handle, which has been abused today, by the way. <laughs> we didn't even talk about oh, that. Man. Why do we need to end on such a negative note? I'm just saying, I shot off a very harmless tweet right before I went to bed last night. No, uh, you think it's harmless. And I was just like... It is, in fact, a, a crime. No, it was harmless. <laughs> okay. And I woke up this morning to way more likes than I'm used to and 150 comments. Whoa. 95% of them... The algorithm, man. The algorithm is Very crazy. rude and not nice. <laughs> Very rude. That's how it is, man. That's how it is. Just let me just warn you all. God forbid you say anything positive about The Last Jedi on Twitter. You will get found by the least lovely people you can imagine. <laughs> anyway, my yeah. personal handle on Twitter. Don't, imagine using Twitter. Don't abuse it. Honestly. Is at Frey Adjacent. Our email is unknownregionspod. That doesn't sound right. Unknown Regions Pod? I guess it is. Yeah. Unknown Regions Pod at gmail.com. Colin is on Instagram at Colin underscore MJ underscore Whitlick, and we are both on Facebook. Closing words. Why do I always have to do <laughs> closing words, man? Because <laughs> I know it puts you on the spot. It's funny. <sighs> um, Bad Batch is good. Bad Batch is good, Sid sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Case closed. Three, two, say it. So that's good. See you around, kid. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Unknown Regions Podcast. The introductory theme for Unknown Regions Podcast was composed by Colin Whitlick and was performed live by a volunteer orchestra. This recording and composition is the intellectual property of Colin Whitlick, but please feel free to hire him for all your compositional needs. He is the composer you're looking for. All the opinions expressed on Unknown Regents podcast are of a personal nature and in no way reflect that of Disney or Lucasfilm. Thanks again for listening. See you real soon.